Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be reading for you today, this Sunday, the 5th of February or the 14th of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. The new parasha or scripture portion from the Torah is called Yitro or Jethro in English. And um, the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus, Shemot, chapter 18, verse 1 through verse 12. Please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our master. Now, Yitro, the priest of Midian, Moshe's father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moshe and for his people Israel, how the Lord had brought Israel out of Mitzrayim. Yitro, father, Moshe's father-in-law, received Zipporah, Moshe's wife, after he had sent her away with her two sons. The name of one son was Gershom, for Moshe said, I have lived as a foreigner in a foreign land. The name of the other was Eliezer, for he said, My father's God was my help and delivered me from Paro's sword. Yitro, father's, Moshe's father-in-law, came with Moshe's sons and his wife to Moshe into the wilderness where he was camped at the mountain of God. He said to Moshe, I, your father-in-law, Yitro, have come to you with your wife and her two sons with her. Moshe went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed and kissed him. They asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. Then Moshe told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done to Paro and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, all the hardships that had come on them on the way, and how the Lord had delivered them. And Yitro rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done to Israel, in that he had delivered them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Yitro said, Blessed be the Lord who has delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Paro, who has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods because of the way that they treated people arrogantly. And Yitro Moshe's father-in-law took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God. Aharon came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moshe's father-in-law before God. That was Exodus 18, 1-12. A portion from the prophets is today 1 Kings or Melachim Aleph chapter 22. 
They continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. In the third year, Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, came down to the king of Israel. The king of Israel said to his servants, You know that Ramoth-Gilad is ours, and we do nothing, and do not take it out of the hand of the king of Syria. And he said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to battle to Ramoth-Gilad? Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Please inquire first for the word of the Lord. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about four hundred men, and said to them, Should I go against Ramoth Gilad to battle, or should I refrain? They said, Go up, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here another prophet of the Lord, that we may inquire of him? The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, Mechayo, the son of Imla, but I hate him, for he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. Jehoshaphat said, Do not let the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Quickly get Mechayuhu, the son of Imla. Now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, were sitting each on his throne, arrayed in their robes, in an open place at the entrance of the gate of Shomron, and all the prophets were prophesying before them. And Sidkiyahu, the son of Henanah, made himself horns of iron, and said, This is what the Lord says, With these you will push the Syrians until they are consumed. All the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth-Gilad and prosper, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. Then the messenger who went to call Milchayahu spoke to him, saying, See now, the prophets declare good to the king with one mouth. Please let your word be like the word of one of them, and speak good. But Michayahu said, As the Lord lives, what the Lord says to me, that I will speak. When he had come to the king, the king said to him, Michayahu, shall we go to Ramoth Gilad to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go up and prosper, and the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. The king said to him, How many times do I have to adjure you that you speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them each return to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? Then he said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. 
And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahav, that he may go up and fall at Ramot Gilad? One said one thing, and another said another. And a spirit came out and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, How? He said, I will go out and will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. He said, You will entice him and will also prevail. Go out and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these your prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning you. Then Sidkiyahu, the son of Chenana, came near and struck Michayahu on the cheek and said, Which way did the Ruach Adonai go from me to speak to you? Michayahu said, Behold, you will see on that day when you go into an inner room to hide yourself. The king of Israel said, Take Michayahu and carry him back to Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, The king says, Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I come in peace. And Michayahu said, If you return at all in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, Listen, all you people. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, went up to Ramoth Gilad. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into the battle, but you put on your robes. The king of Israel disguised himself and went into the battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the thirty-two captains of his chariots, saying, Do not fight with small nor great, except only with the king of Israel. When the captains of the chariot saw Jehoshaphat, they said, Surely that is the king of Israel. And they came over to fight against him. And Jehoshaphat cried out. When the captains of the chariot saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. But a certain man drew his bow at random and struck the king of Israel between the joints of his armor. Therefore he said to the driver of his chariot, Turn your hand and carry me out of the battle, for I am severely wounded. The battle increased that day, and the king was propped up in his chariot, facing the Syrians, and died at evening. The blood ran out of the wound into the bottom of the chariot. A cry went throughout the army about the going down of the sun, saying, Every man to his city, and every man to his country. So the king died and was brought to Shomron, and they buried the king in Shomron. They washed the chariot by the pool of Shomron, and the dogs licked up his blood, where the prostitutes washed themselves, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke. Now the rest of the acts of Ahab and all that he did, and the ivory house which he built, and all the cities that he built, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Ahab slept with his fathers, and Ahaziah his son reigned in his place. 
Jehoshaphat, the son of Asa, began to reign over Yehuda in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was thirty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Asuva, the daughter of Shilchi. He walked in all the way of Asa his father. He did not turn away from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. However, the high places were not taken away, and the people still sacrificed and burnt incense on the high places. Jehoshaphat made peace with the king of Israel. The rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat and his might that he showed, and how he fought, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Yehuda? The remnant of the Sodomites that remained in the days of his father Asa, he put away out of the land. Now there was no king in Edom, a deputy served as king. Jehoshaphat made ships of Tashish to go to Ophir for gold, but they did not go, for the ships wrecked at Etzion Gever. Then Ahaziah the son of Ahav said to Jehoshaphat, Let my servants go with your servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat was not willing. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in his father David's city. And Jehoram, his son, reigned in his place. Ahaziah, the son of Ahav, began to reign over Israel in Shomron in the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat king of Judah, and he reigned two years over Israel. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of his father, and in the way of his mother, and in the way of Jehoram, the son of Nevat, in which he made Israel to sin. He served Baal and worshipped him, and provoked the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger in all the ways that his father had done so. That was First Kings chapter 22, and that concludes the book of First Kings, or Melachim Aleph. Now we have arrived to our portion of scriptures from the writings. We are in Psalm 119, and we will finish that today. We'll start in verse 145 and go through verse 176. I have called with my whole heart. Answer me, Lord. I will keep your statutes. I cried to you, save me and I will obey your statutes. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I put my hope in your words. My eyes stay open through the night watches, that I might meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. Revive me, Lord, according to your ordinances. They draw near who follow after wickedness. They are far from your Torah. You are near, Lord, and all your mitzvot are truth. Of old I have known from your testimonies that you have established them forever. Consider my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your Torah. Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your promise, 
Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great are your tender mercies, Lord. Revive me according to your ordinances. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries, yet I have not turned from your testimonies. I look at the faithless with loathing, because they do not observe your word. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, Lord, according to your loving kindness. All of your words are truth. Every one of your righteous ordinances endures forever. Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word, as one who finds great plunder. I hate and abhor falsehood, but I love your Torah. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous ordinances. Those who love your Torah have great shalom, and nothing causes them to stumble. I have hoped for your salvation, Lord, and I have done your mitzvot. My soul has observed your testimonies, for I love them exceedingly. I have obeyed your precepts and your testimonies, for all my ways are before you. Let my cry come before you, Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. Let my lips utter praise, for you teach me your statutes. Let my tongue sing of your word, for all your mitzvot are righteousness. Let your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I have longed for your salvation, Lord, and your Torah is my delight. Let my soul live that I might praise you, and let your ordinances help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your mitzvot. That was Psalm or Tehilim. 119 verse 145 to the end of the psalm. Our final portion, the apostolic writings, will today be from the Gospel of John or Yohanan chapter 5. After these things, there was a Jewish feast, and Yeshua went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there is a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, or paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at certain times into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was healed, of whatever disease he had. Now there was a certain man there who had been sick for thirty-eight years. When Yeshua saw him lying there and knew that he had been sick for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming another steps down before me. Yeshua said to him, Arise, take up your mat, and walk. And immediately the man was made well and took up his mat and walked. 
Now it was Shabbat on that day. So the Judeans said to him who was cured, It is Shabbat. It is not lawful for you to carry the mat. He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your mat and walk? But he who was healed did not know who it was, for Yeshua had withdrawn, a crowd being in the place. Afterward Yeshua found him in the temple and said to him, Behold, you are made well. Sin no more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Judeans that it was Yeshua who had made him well. And for this cause the Judeans persecuted Yeshua and sought to kill him, because he did these things on Shabbat. But Yeshua answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. Because of this the Judeans sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke Shabbat, but also called God his own father, making himself equal with God. Yeshua therefore answered and said to them, Amen, Amen, I tell you. The Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father doing. For whatever things he does, these the Son also does likewise. For the Father has affection for the Son and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these, that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son also gives life to whom he desires. For the Father judges no one, but he has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Amen, amen, I tell you. He who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. Amen, amen, I tell you. The hour comes, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, even so he gave to the Son also, to have life in himself. And he also gave him authority to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour comes in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice, and will come out, those who have done good, to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil, to the resurrection of judgment. I can do, I can of myself do nothing, as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of my Father who sent me. If I testify about myself, my witness is not valid. It is another who testifies about me, and I know that the testimony which he testifies about me is true. You have sent to Yohanan, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man. However, I say these things that you may be saved. He was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. 
But the testimony which I have is greater than that of Yohanan, for the works which the Father gave me to accomplish, the very works that I do, testify about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father himself who sent me has testified about me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. But you do not have his word living in you, because you do not believe him whom he sent. You search the scriptures, because you think that in them you have eternal life, and these are they which testify about me. Yet you will not come to me, that you may have life. I do not receive glory from men, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe who receive glory from one another, and you do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, even Moshe, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moshe, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? That was John chapter 5. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read 2 Thessalonians chapters 1 and 2 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you will have a blessed week. Shavuot Tov. And may you get an encouragement from the words that you have heard today. I will say it's a privilege to be reading to all of you busy moms and anyone else who might be listening. For now, shalom until next time.